Welcome to the Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow, a show where we inspire and empower you to reach your fullest potential. I believe we are all called to a higher purpose, and we are all connected. And I also believe that we should promote acts of love and community for the common good of humanity. Again, you are listening to The Common Good Show, and I am Juanita Farrow, and I have an excellent guest with me. Today, I am so excited. We are going to be talking to Sinquanta Cox-Smith. Now, Sinquanta is uh, an author, and she's a hardworking entrepreneur but writing has always remained her first love. Um, Her breakout series, Journeys of the Heart, has captured the hearts of many readers. And she's also an Army veteran, um, originally from Georgetown, South Carolina, but she currently resides in Fort Riley, Kansas, with her husband and two children. So help me welcome to the show, Sinquanta. Sinquanta, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for agreeing to to do this interview. We're really excited about your journey. It sounds like you're doing a lot of really good things, and we want to hear more about it. And congratulations, you're an author. Yes, yes, I am. (laughs) Well, you know, I know myself because I'm an author as well, and that is no easy task, so congratulations to you, and I want you to, to tell the listeners a little bit about you, yourself. Um, I uh, originally started writing back in high school. Uh, it was really just poems, and then later on in life in college, I got more into uh, narratives, and, you know, I've always been told that my um, gift of telling a good story and painting a picture um, was one of my strongest points in uh, my English class, so... Once I decided to listen to that inner me and, you know, start to write, um, things started to happen for me. So once I grabbed my passion by um, by writing more, free writing, and, and just continuing at, to make my craft even better, I haven't put the pen down since. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. How inspiring. So, you know, you said you started writing when you were a, a, a young child actually. Yes, yes. And and so was there something in particular? Was it your way of just escaping? Or, was there anything particular that you remember that actually made you start wanting to write? Was it a teacher or, or what was it? It really, it was a teacher. Uh, actually, my sixth grade teacher, uh, Miss Delaney, she was this vibrant lady. Uh, she oh, had wow. a personality that basically <laughs> matches mine. <laughs> so just um, the way she taught, she was such a free spirit. And oh, it, wow. I fell in love with poems, you know, haiku poems. Yeah. And I, that, that subject in that lesson kind of opened the door for me. And then I had like this binder from middle school to high school, just writing poems, you know, at that age, we all have that puppy love. Yeah, <laughs> so I was yeah. writing a little, you know, little love poems. And then after that, you know, when I was upset or when I was sad, it just became my outlet to express yeah. myself. So I oh, had about oh. 120 poems in a binder just of different emotions no that I was going through. Are you kidding me? Oh my yes. goodness, that is so amazing. <laughs> and then the fact that this 
teacher also, you know, inspired you to start writing. It's amazing. I'm always curious as to how individuals started, you know, on their journey. Was it something mm-hmm. that triggered that? And for you, it might have helped, you know, part of it might have been this teacher. Um, but that is so very exciting. And and the fact that you just continued all that time until you had written over a hundred and some poems, that's that's so amazing. Yes. Wow. So, um, so you know, you I know you self you decided to self publish, and you know, did, did you look at traditional publishing? Was there something about self publishing? Did you weigh the two options there, and you decided that self publishing was the best route for you? And and what are some of the advantages and or disadvantages for someone who might be interested? in um, writing and um, having something published, what would you say to them? Um, Well, when I first started, I I didn't know I wanted to be a published author. I just knew that Mm -hmm. I was researching to find out how to write a book. I had already had a story written, and I just typed it up, and I was like, okay, so what's my next step? So Uh during my research process, um, I was actually on YouTube, and I was watching this girl, Uh and she said she – had self-published a book, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this that's is how it, I did right? it." So You're going back to it. Yeah, I found her book, and I found the name of the company, which was Create Space. So I researched mm-hmm. them, and at that point, I don't think I thought about, you know, a company or a publishing company. I just wanted to hold mm-hmm. my book in my hand. I didn't at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if anybody didn't read it. I just knew I wrote a book. And I wanted to mm-hmm. see it in my hand and just say, hey, I wrote a book. It's on my shelf. Um, so at that point, I really wasn't, you know, thinking about a publishing company. But when I wrote my first book and then it began to sell and I started to tell more people and then they were like, okay, so when's the next one coming out? <laughs> so then I was uh-huh. like, okay, uh, I guess um, I'm now living in, in, in my purpose because now people, they really want to hear what I have to say. So um, after being self-published for a while, um, I thought about, you know, going the traditional route. But then mm-hmm. I I had to think about I didn't make the Amazon bestseller list yet. Um, I had a small following. I felt like a company wouldn't give me a chance. Mm-hmm. I had, And it's uh, so difficult. It really, really is difficult to, to go with traditional publishing. But it sounds like self-publishing has really worked for you, so it was a very good choice. Yes, it is. And actually, because I stuck to self-publishing for the past two years, I was Mm -hmm. able to sign my first contract with a publishing company over the summer. So, you know, me being self-published opened a door for me to, you know, work with a a company. So I'm excited about that. Wow. Well, congratulations. How about that? I mean, that... That is truly, truly amazing. And, you know, just writing and publishing, whether it's self-publishing or traditional publishing, it's such a major accomplishment in your life. It really, really is. And, you know, and and it's not easy either. Um, You know, if so, everybody would would be authors, right? Because we all say, I I used to say, well, you know, one of these days I'm just going to write a book, you know, because, you know, you have so many Mm -hmm. things going on and you want to tell your story. 
story and but and lots of people say that, but very few people actually follow through because they realize it's very demanding. But it also sounds like you have a gift because you started at a very early age, so there was something within your soul that says writing for you is is the way, it's your journey. Yes. Wow, wow. Okay, you know, this is a great place for us to take a short break. So we're going to take a short break, um, and we will be right back. Again, you're listening to The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow, and I've been talking to Sinquanta, who is talking about being self-published, and um, and writing. So it's really, really exciting for those of you out there. If you've ever thought about writing a book and telling your story or writing about something that's really near and dear to your heart, listen up because we've got some really good information for you. We will be right back. Welcome back to The Common Good Show with Juanita Ferro. And I am talking to Sinquanta Cocksmith, and Sequenza is an author, and so we are really excited about the work that she's done, and she's talking about self-publishing, and that and she has moved from self-publishing actually now to being published by a traditional publisher. So it's been quite a journey for her, but we want to get all kinds of information because this is something I know a lot of people are interested in. So Sequenza. Now, the, the idea is because, you know, when you write, there are so many things that, you know, you can possibly write about. And so for you, um, the ideas for your writing, where, where do those ideas come from? Um, a lot of my things that I talk about, I kind of like to base them off things that are going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. I talk about dysfunctional families. Um, I talk about friendships. And, and right now I'm currently writing a book about a military couple, which really hits home for me and my husband. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that story, um, which is a love story, that can also touch someone else who may be a military spouse. So most of my ideas come from me either just driving or I'll just get an idea and it could just be a word or mm-hmm. it could just be a line in a song that sparks something. I'm like, that would be such wow. an awesome storyline. Uh, so it really can come from anywhere, just your everyday life. And all of a sudden there's something inside of you going, wow, that's it. I've got to, yep. I've got to write something about. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. But truly, a gift um, is that you, you you're tuned in to that consciousness and that awareness within your your soul and your being that it sparks something. So you know that this is it. This is something I need to I need to write about. Wow. So. Now, I know you you have your information out um, on the Internet, probably on Amazon and a lot of other sites. And, you know, what if you get a bad review? How do you deal with things like that? I mean, you're you're positive and you're very upbeat. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it seems like you get this bizarre review. (laughs) How do you handle something like that? Um, this may sound weird, but to me, bad reviews help us as authors mm. because sometimes we get all the good reviews from our friends and family, but uh-huh. it's also good to get that one review that goes against the grain 
and mm-hmm. someone's like telling their truth, their opinion, because I feel those bad reviews, they may hit home in some place. That one person, they they weren't happy about how the story ended or how you told the story, which could uh-huh. help you um, to make your craft even better. So I yeah. um, I accept the bad reviews and, and take it as um, a learning curve to just help me out. So you don't look at it as a negative. You really look at it as a positive. It's a way that I can improve my, my writing or maybe do something mm-hmm. a little bit different next time. Well, that's a really good way of looking at it. I mean, there are many who, you know, once something comes um, negative like that, it's, it's so upsetting. You know, it can be so upsetting, but I am so happy that you've turned it into something positive to help you continually refine your gift you're continually yes. refining your gift and making it better and better and better. So you use all of the reviews to help you do that. Yes. That, that is very, very positive. Excellent, excellent. Now, so suppose someone out there is thinking right now, wow, that's what I need to do. I know I've been saying it um, for a long time that I need to write a book, and, but I haven't done it yet. And so... Um, you know, they, they want to, to start um, writing, for instance. What would you mm-hmm. recommend to them if they wanted to just, you know, I, wanna, I, I know that this is something I really want to do. Um, just start. How, how, what would you say to them? Um, when people usually ask me that, I tell them, first, you just have to start writing. You have to just start. And <laughs> uh-huh. my advice is always, it doesn't matter if the end of your story is the beginning, because you can always go back and put it in order. Like, if, exactly. I always say if the, the middle of the story is currently speaking to you, write that, because you have to act on what's on your mind at that moment. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you may not know how the story will end, but you know what the middle is like. So, you know, I, I always tell people just start writing and the rest will fall in place. That's, an, that's amazing advice is just get started, first of all. And it's amazing. And I absolutely agree with you. As an author, I know that's how it worked for me is I knew mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> if I just kept writing, kept writing, it would start to make sense because I wasn't really sure exactly how it was going to end or all the content or anything, but I just knew that there were bits and pieces, and the more I wrote, the more I started rearranging things so that it it started to come together, which is so amazing. Now, suppose someone has just become a new author. Um, They've just finished, they're becoming a new author, um, what what route, I mean, advice would you give them in terms of really getting their book out there and, um, you know, their path to really becoming a bestseller? Um, I say to put out quality content. Um, that's, that's the first. You have to make sure that everything is running smoothly. Uh, when you want to become a self-published author and this is your first book, um, your expectations for your book should be high. Uh, mm-hmm. You should have test readers. You should have a few dozen edits. <laughs> you should mm-hmm. make sure that your title is catching, that there's no title like it around. You need to make sure that your book cover is a standout book cover because mm-hmm. a lot of people buy with their eyes. So mm-hmm. you just have to make sure that everything uh, is in order because when you're doing it by yourself, you have to work double the time <laughs> harder yes. than someone who just 
writes a book, sends it to their publisher, and just say yes or no right. <laughs> to what they're giving them. So you, you're basically your editor. You're basically your your PR, your marketing. You're, you're just everything for yourself. So um, especially if you don't have the funds. And, and that's mm-hmm. what my new book is about. It's about self-publishing for under $100. So because wow. I've done it so many times. I wanted to write a book that has over 300 pages of tips, tricks, and, you know, I just wanted to let everybody know, like, the mistakes I made. So I include that in there so they don't make the same mistakes. Every lesson that I've learned, things that people didn't tell me, um, information that could have been useful for me mm-hmm. when I published my first book. So my new book is basically like the handbook to everything you need to know how to self-publish it on a budget. Wow, that is so exciting. And it's something that's really, really needed, especially for someone who's just starting out, um, to have all of that information and wisdom in one book. That's that's amazing. So what's really the path to becoming a bestseller? You 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 put out a good quality book and then yes. you have to have a really good marketing plan, right? Yes, you do. <laughs> Okay. You will have a marketing plan where you might not get a lot of sleep because you need to be on it. You need to be promoting. You need to have your Facebook friends, your Twitter followers, your Instagram. They need to change their profile pictures to your book cover to get you out there to people who may be on their friends list that's not on yours that love to read. So um, you just got to make yourself visible. Visible. Uh huh. Wow. Well, that yeah, that is really crucial. And so, you know, someone just getting started and putting a book out, you know, the first, and I'm sure you get this question too. It's like, well, you know, am I going to make a lot of money? How much money am I going to make? Mm-hmm. Um, so, what would what would you say to a person who's asking those questions? Um. To be realistic, I'm going to say anywhere between zero to $100, maybe. Um, and if you bump up the expectations, I would say zero to $1,000. Um, I don't think <laughs> that very first book may put you in the 5000 category. You would have to do some really, 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 really good marketing. But to be mm-hmm. realistic, realistic, I would say anywhere between zero to $1,000 because yeah, some yeah. months, I don't sell anything, and that's just right. online, but I continue mm-hmm. to make my sales face-to-face. So sometimes you may get that 14-cent Amazon check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and also, too, now I'm, I'm sure that in addition to the book, you have other, you know, like maybe speaking engagement or something else like that that people now know a little bit more about you because you you can say when you say that you're an author I mean that sort of gets people's attention and so mm-hmm. now you you have other marketable things that you can market um, you know because you are this author and you may get invited to maybe speak or um, you know, talk about basically your experience and et cetera. So, so you may, even if you don't sell books necessarily, it may get you on stage to do something else. Definitely. Uh, I know I do uh, formatting Kindle books for a few different authors. Um, wow. And I've been a test reader for a few different authors. So oh, it really? is a chance awesome. to have different streams of income from just being an author. I know there's people out there 
who basically write outlines for other uh, authors or new aspiring authors, and Uh they make good money off outlining a very detailed book, and they sell that. Wow. Yeah. So there are other options. I mean, so you have to sort of look at it all together as a package. Mm-hmm. Maybe the writing the book might open the door for other things that can possibly follow as a result of your being being an author. So that's really, really good information, Quantum. So um, now tell the tell the listeners what you really like writing about. I mean, I think we all have something that we we go, this is it, this is my passion, this is my heart, I love to to write about this or tell these stories. What is it that really grabs you that you really like to write about? Um, I like to write about stories that people can relate to. Um, I call myself a realistic fiction author. And um, lately I've been adding more comedy <laughs> to my writing because I, just, really? I, I love to smile. That's my thing. I love to laugh. So um, if I can just add something super funny in my book, like in that moment, and they're like, and someone actually laughs out loud, to me, you know, that makes my day because I know we see these memes and stuff on Facebook and everywhere, uh-huh. and sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Like, I want maybe that whole chapter to be uh, – take you through a roller coaster. You're happy, you're angry, you're sad, and then you're, you end laughing. So I just want it to be very relatable. So I really enjoy just writing real-life stuff. Um, sometimes I like to add in things that, you know, happen um, – in my life, but I put a twist on it to make it super funny because I, I feel like if I can laugh at myself, <laughs> right. anybody, yeah. you know, should be able to laugh at themselves because, you know, sometimes we, we do we do silly things and we make mistakes, but there's always a lesson in things. So I like to write about real stuff. Oh, that is, that's so exciting. And, and you know, sometimes we, we do take ourselves a little bit too serious. And we need yes. to laugh at ourselves. I know I laugh at myself all the time. And, and, you know, and, and it really helps. It helps decrease our stress level. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think it just makes for, you know, better interaction with other people when we can not be so serious all the time or get upset if someone says something that we don't like. We can just kind of shake it off and laugh about it and just move on. You know, so that's, yes. really, um, that's really some importance there. Well, that's really good. But comedy, did you expect that you would be writing comedy? Uh, no. <laughs> I always thought I was a little funny, but when I started to just add it, add it in my books and then I'm like, okay, that was funny. I, I think I can do this, you know. So, so what mean, feedback I, I have you gotten from your friends and all that, you know, when they've read some of your comedy work? Um, I There's this passage in my um, book and one of my friends helped me with it. She's very sophisticated and there was a part in the book where there was a girl who was basically telling telling another female off and the way she did it was so classy and classic (laughs) that that part of the book is everyone talks about it all the time and it was like oh my gosh that read that mary gave that girl oh my god so funny so you know i you know sometimes you just have to add a little bit in at a time and then you know see what it does wow well that that's really really exciting so now, you know, are there other authors that in, 
inspire you? I mean, you know, what kind of books um, do you enjoy reading? I mean, I, we've heard a little bit about what you enjoy writing, but are, are there any particular authors you like reading or other works that you enjoy um, reading about? Um, I love Kimberla. Um, she does the Reverend Curtis series, and I've been reading her since I was in high school, and I believe my mom <laughs> introduced me to her first book, uh, Casting the First Stone, and I read everything she puts out. I don't care if it takes two years or a year for the next book to come out. Um, she's really an awesome author, and the fact that I get to tweet her every now and then and she replies, it just makes my day. Um, wow. So I love, <laughs> I love fiction books. I love... Um, I love urban fiction, which is uh-huh. really big, uh, like Jerome Dickey. Um, and I love a few new authors. I actually have, um, her name's Nako. She writes urban fiction, and she has this Underworld series, and she's like 23 with at least 11 number ones. Um, also, I have a really good friend on Facebook. Her name's India. And she wrote a How to Start a Business Online book, and she also has her own brand which um, she's very young as well, which is very mm-hmm. inspiring. So I love to read business books as well, you know, mm-hmm. things that will just help me be a better businesswoman. Wow. So how long have you been in business? Um, I've started, uh, I published my very first book in December 2014. 2014. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, and, so on a daily basis, you're doing something to either promote the book or to write something else. So this has really become, like for you, every day you spend some time or quality time working on something as it relates to writing or your book. Yes, because right now I'm almost done with uh, my new book, so my publishing company has me on a deadline, which is a difference from me writing for myself because I can kind of write when I want to. So. Um, I'm going to start blogging about that, telling, you know, just telling people the difference between, you know, publishing for yourself and working with a company, what are um, the differences, and I just talk about the process I have, the meetings I have with them, um, how we go about picking the title or the book mm-hmm. cover, how they right. do pre-sales. So I just want people to know, you know, what to expect. And so far, my experience has been awesome. I have a really amazing team. So um, I just want everyone to have that type of experience if they decide to go the traditional route. Well, I think with all the information that you are providing, I think it's going to be very helpful to take away some of the fear because I think a lot of times people – you know, they say, oh, my gosh, how in the world I could never, I want to write a book, but I could never do that. There's so much involved in doing that, you know, finishing the book and then trying to get it published that it, the, mm-hmm. fear, drives, the fear drives them away. But to hear someone like you break it down into so much detail in terms of what you can do and then the book that you're starting, that you're writing now in reference to the budget and, and self-publishing with a small budget, that's really encouraging. That's going to encourage so many people to take that next step. Yes, and I'm so excited about just sharing. Because, um, I mean, I don't have an issue with sharing information, but, you know, sometimes people, they get you for all this information and they don't, they don't do anything with it. 
And then they come back and they ask you the same thing. So I just want to be able to have it for them. It's written whenever they get a chance to buy it, then they can have it. <laughs> it's now yours. You have all my right. tips. Yes. <laughs> and see, it's in a handbook. It's almost in a in a handbook form because after every chapter, I give them the tools in like a workbook form where they can take notes or when I tell them how to find an editor, they can go down and use their checklist of, you know, things, what to look for when you're looking for an editor. So I just want this to be a nice interactive book that they can keep with them. You know, I know a lot of people have their journals nowadays, but I want this book to be something that they can sit at their desk and they can read and then they can have that paperwork in the back to just Mm-hmm. do their outline or, or write mm-hmm. about their characters, just something that can, they can always have with them that will help them throughout this journey. Wow, that is so, so amazing. That, so, so what would you tell um, the public now? Is there a message that you want to give to our listeners um, right now who are listening at you, give all of this incredible information about your journey from the time you were a child starting to write? What would you say to the public now about your, your experience, your journey, and what it's meant to you? Um, I would say that, first off, I I I didn't know what my purpose was in life. And Mm. it took me a while to get where I am. I've sold T-shirts. I've I've done uh, MLM. I've done... Well, uh, you're an entrepreneur at heart, man. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was making cell phone cases. Like, I so... So, um, just know that Everything isn't easy. Um, sometimes it takes you a little bit longer to find truly what your purpose in life is. And yes. now I just want to inspire everyone to live their dreams. So yes. whenever I'm talking to somebody, it's always passion, purpose, inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, because it wasn't easy for me to get here. And I've been somewhat working on my brand since 2008 under the name Smiley Quanta. So I have a Internet presence. But now that um, I'm finally living in my purpose, I have to um, try to bridge that gap between who I was and who I am now. So I just want everyone to basically know that don't judge anybody else's success by what you're doing because, you know, that can derail you from what you're supposed to be doing. I'm almost 30, and I'm just getting to the good part. So, you know, sometimes it takes time, but I say stay focused. But that's okay. It takes time for us to get there. But what what I have always learned is is that, you know, the experience that you had on your journey, now that you look back on those experiences, they were things that will help you along the way. Those were experiences that you needed in order for you to get where you are today. Now, we don't know how things happen and why we're doing what we're doing sometimes and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and why we have to go down a particular path. But at the end, we see, wow, that was really helpful that I had that experience, that I went through that because, it, you know, it built character. It made me yes. more tough. And all of those things that we go through in life that strengthen us, that gave me more faith, 
So now I can step out and do what it is that I was called here on this earth to do in the first place. Because mm-hmm. I believe we all have that calling on our souls to, to do something purposeful in this life on earth. So oh, that is so exciting. I get so excited when I talk to <laughs> <laughs> to people like you, uh, Cinquanta, because you have such a passion about what you're doing, and it comes, it shows, it comes, it comes through you. And you, you can, when you talk to you, you can feel that, and certainly people talking to you can see that. Um, so it, it really inspires. That in itself inspires other people to, you know, let go the fear because I know that I'm on this earth to do something and so yeah. I have to I have to right live my truth. I can't be what everybody else might want me to be, but I really mm-hmm. have to be true to myself. I have to be my authentic self. That's the person that I was created to be. And it may not be the person you want me to be, but what if I know that I'm my authentic self and I'm living in that truth, it's going to create more power for me to do what it is I'm supposed to do. That's a great point. That is so exciting. Like We're going to take another short break, and then we're going to come back and um, let you tell us about, you know, the next five years and kind of where you see yourself and all those things going on there, and tell us how we can get your information and copies of your book and find out more about you. So we'll be right back. You've been listening to The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrell, and I've been talking to Cinquanta, and we'll be right back with you. We're back for The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrell, and Cinquanta is back with us. So now, Cinquanta, you've done so much, it seems like, and, and you are just moving in your purpose it feels like. So tell us what's next for you. What do you see for yourself perhaps in the next five years? What, what would you like to be? Um, I want to be able to reach uh, more content creators like myself, um, people mm. who have that gift or that knack for writing, but they just don't know how to put it in motion. I've often been told that I would be a good life coach so I would love to move in that arena and, and see what I can do, see how many lives I can change. Um, of course, I'll probably never stop writing. Um, I would love to do some self-help books and, mm-hmm. of course, uh, a few events and, and be invited to conferences to just speak to women or young teenagers who who are ready, who are eager to soak up mm-hmm. the information that I'm giving out. Wow, that is so very awesome. Well, you know, with the journey, the road that you're on, I certainly think you're going to get there by all means because you you have that gift and you have that spirit and it sounds very inspiring. So I have no doubt that that's where you're going to go. So now to the listeners out there who are just anxious to find out more about what you're working on and, you know, the, the information that you have that's out there already, the books that you have, please tell them how they can get in touch with you and find out more information. 
You can visit my website at www.cinquantacocksmith.com, and that's C-I-N-Q-U-A-N-T-A-C-O-X-S-M-I-T-H. You can email me at info at cinquantacocksmith.com. I'm on Facebook at Cinquanta, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at SmileyQuanta underscore. Um, all of my books are available on Amazon and on my website. Paperbacks are on my website only. My new book, How to Self-Publish Under $100, is available for pre-order on Amazon and it's 14.95. Wow, that is awesome. You are a busy, busy person. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot going on there, but it's all really good stuff. So Tinquanta, thank you so much for joining the show tonight and talking about your writing. I think you certainly have made some really, really good points that people are going to be able to use about self-publishing, way to start, and how to do it with on a, a shoestring budget, I call it. So um, <laughs> you, I'm sure you have inspired somebody out there who's thinking, I don't have the money to do any of that. They have no excuse. They have no excuse now. So, Absolutely um, <laughs> Thank you so much for joining the show and, and telling your story. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so welcome. You have been listening to The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow, and we have had an excellent show today, and I thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you and hearing from you and getting, getting feedback about the show. Um, we are so excited about what Cinquanta is doing, but please go to her website and um, order her books. Go to Amazon, order her books, and um, give her a lot of love. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time. <laughs>